2: Forensic Psychology is a podcast that provides an illuminating window into the workings of the criminal mind. Now, here's your host, Dr. Carlos.
1: hey welcome back folks hey one of my two of my favorite guests are back again greg williams brian Marin. so who are they well they run arcadia cognorati you can find them at arcadiacognorati.com. That's dot it's a-r-c-a-d-i-a-c-o-g-n-e-r-a-t-i just in case you've never heard of arcadia cognorati i highly recommend you go check it out greg williams is the former director of human behavior pattern recognition and analysis irregular warfare for orbis operations in McLean, virginia previous to that he was the director of human behavior pattern recognition and analysis in irregular warfare again for cubic applications in san diego but what does that have to do with our topic today well one of the things greg also does create the combat profiling and the combat profiling program of instruction and the combat Pro- uh, hunter i can't even talk life-saving combat hunter program which was a u.s marine corps highly successful program everybody who's been in the marine corps knows about it Anybody who knows the, any Marine will hear about it. The programs that Greg created Combat Profiling, HBPRNA, we'll talk more about that, Human Behavior Pattern Recognition Analysis, and a whole lot more when we get in this podcast. And Brian Marin is a decorated Marine High Threat Protection Security professional and subject matter expert on human behavior pattern recognition analysis. Both of these gentlemen are going to be talking to us today about threat assessments, about school shootings, and a whole lot more. Brian Marin, also, I did not mention a minute ago. But Brian Marin is the Senior Vice President of Operations at Arcadia Cognorati. So, before we get started, you know what to do share, subscribe, hit that like button. You know, we like it. And let's not waste any more time. Welcome to the show, Brian and Greg. Welcome back, guys.
0: Thanks for having Thanks. us on, man. It's going to be good, been, good to see you again. It's been a little while. Been oh, too long. Too
1: long. Yeah, it really has been too long. And you guys were in my neck of the woods, too. I was so bummed out. You guys were down here and I couldn't make it. You guys were up in LA, I think.
2: Yeah, we're, you know what? We're traveling all the time, so it's just a matter of time. You know, it's the, the Heisenberg's uncertainty, right? So we'll, we'll be in the same time zone. And, and I'll tell you what, we, we love talking to you. Uh, you're Likewise. a breath of fresh air. And uh, we always have a good time on the show.
1: Well, likewise, and I know this topic, not the way I really wanted to talk to you, (laughs) but I know we got a little bit of that out of the way in the beginning. But tragically, again, we had another school shooting a day before this interview was supposed to take place. We booked this interview several weeks ago, and um, I'm sure we were going to go this direction anyway. But this one's another unique one. This one threw me off a little bit. I'll just kind of preface it a little uh, before we get going with it and talking about different things in which you guys are experts at. Um, what threw me off, Greg and Brian, was kind of that, first with the female concept. That really threw me off. <laughs> I'm looking at it going, really? A 20-year-old female? That's really rare. Now, of course, the news, with with their nonsense, um, conflated school shooting and shooting and all this other stuff, because they said, oh, this is the fifth one. The other two were actually real specific. They weren't targeting random individuals. Two of them were targeting specific individuals. So it's, I think, only really two or three in the last 50 years. Um, So it made it very unusual. It was a huge anomaly. And I remember speaking to the class about it going, this is just very unusual. Um, The other thing was the age for the woman was really interesting. So it made me wonder about this a little bit. Um, So I I highlight that point. The other point that was really unusual was it was a Christian school, which again, we don't see very many at all. Very rarely. I don't even know if there's ever been a school shooting at a Catholic school that I know. I'm trying to look for... Look for that data, too. Uh, So it's just kind of interesting to me from a forensic psych perspective to see these two anomalies, both kind of at the same exact time. Um, For that, (laughs) I'll let you folks tell us what what you thought about yesterday, what you saw, because I know you guys see so much that we never see.
2: Well, remember, Doc, Brenda Ann Spencer was not too far from you. Uh, Brenda Ann Spencer, school shooter, female, Mm. Uh, uh, not too long ago in the past, uh, Boomtown Rat song, I Don't Like Mondays, written about her comment when she was arrested that was her motive uh uh, for shooting Mm. up the school uh interesting uh study all uh uh, targeted or spree shooters are interesting studies why because they're so anomalous because it's so outside of the ken of uh clinically normal humans operating uh, amongst us it's much more common to have an armed robbery a bank robbery Mm. uh, a burglary and so we don't Assign a part of our brain to that, and it becomes this amazing uh, 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 event that tragically changes so much. Yet it's so rare. Uh, uh, you talk about a uh, Christian school. Uh, remember the the Highway Baptist Church uh, it had a shooter. Uh, what what we do is we try to conflate sometime a, a cluster of facts together to try to give some form to something that's really formless. We, we try to give structure to something that's really unusual. And, and so Brian and I tend to look at it. Why here and now, first of all, uh, biblically, why not? Uh, second, a uh, vulnerable target. And third, likely a place that the person's familiar with. Now, Brian and I have been running and gunning on another project, projects. So I haven't had a chance to watch the news, but it's likely that the female shooter here uh, once attended the church school uh, and that's where they go back to. That's like a copper committing suicide and wants to do it in the sally port or, or an off-duty roll call. Why? Because that's an area you're familiar with. You feel comfortable there, and if you're going to trade your life for something, that feels significant to you. And you know what? it's not a lot of people talk about that, because those are the feelings and emotions we want to avoid when an event happens. We want to be the first to say, that could never happen at my school, could never happen with my kid, can never happen in my backyard. And And that's wrong thinking, as you know, Doc.
1: Absolutely. I don't know if you had anything to add to that, Brian.
2: Um, yeah,
0: Greg actually made uh, a good point because I, you know, we were talking about the the female shooters, and I instantly thought of as well the the Brenda Lee Spencer, Brenda Ann Spencer. I forget her name, but the mm-hmm. anyway, and heard the song "I Don't Like Mondays." um and and the sh- shooting that we're talking about happened on a Monday. So that's uh, just as important as a motive as anything else anyone is saying exactly. in the next. meaning it's complete junk and And what I mean by this, um if, if people will create a motive so so this one, they're saying, okay. Well, it's because they're uh, transgender, and that's now the problem. So what was it before then? Before then, it was, okay, well, they're incels, and this is the issue. And before then, it was, well, they're a uh, trench coat mafia. And before then, it was this, uh, they are all Satan worshipers. This is all fucking bullshit. It's complete junk. And everyone gets paid to go on the news and talk about that crap like it means something, and it doesn't. I mean, you will create a, a reason why, and and whatever it is, if whatever you're being bombarded with that day through your phone and in the news, that's your thing now, and that's what you'll connect to. And and so because because we're not, it's not the height of the GWAT anymore. People aren't radicalizing themselves to to be Islamic extremists. They're radicalizing themselves to whatever they see on the news, and they're just uh, they're identifying with that. For no other purpose than that's what they need something to identify to, and you know this better than better than I do. Even I mean, with your yeah. background and what you study, uh, you you get that. But but and everyone wants to know why they would do this, and I just think we're we're spinning our wheels and wasting time. I mean, if you're listening to this right now, you know, think back to a time when you said, "I'm going to go to work" or "I'm going to go to school" and "I'm going to kill everyone in there." Okay, well. First of all, if you've had that thought, I, I hope you reach out and get some yeah. help because 99.99% of you listening have never had that thought in your life. Why? Because you you wouldn't do that. That, that doesn't register. You can get angry and go, God, I want to kill that person, but you don't really mean it and you're not going to do it. Right? So, so the idea is... If you haven't had those thoughts, it's unlikely you're going to understand why this person did it. You're not going to know their motive. And it's going, to be, it's going to be so obscure. Everyone's going to pick these things apart based on what the person was wearing or a T-shirt or a hat or a flag. And you know what? You don't know what that meant to them. You have no idea what it Mm -hmm. meant to them. How many people are wearing symbols or things that they have on that they don't even know the history behind it? I mean, who's ever seen a a kid on a college campus wearing a Che Guevara t-shirt and you're going like, do you know how many people he killed? And they're like, wait, what? Like, (laughs) I thought he wrote this thing and I really identified. Well, yeah, he did, but he also did a lot of other things and they're going, I didn't even know that. Right. So, so we don't, we attribute value to these different things that are ultimately, they're meaningless because that'll change. I mean that that literally in in 5 years when this is still happening, um there's going to be a new explanation for it. And and so the reason yep. why they don't, we don't prevent them is because we 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 we've picked what it is. Well, it was their ideology. Or you know what? Here's a better one. It was the the weapon they use. That's the problem. It's like, oh, "Okay, like this is just <laughs> lax there's there's just it's it's very very uh, um, I mean, low, low resolution opinions on these things is what I see. There's not much. There's, there's not a whole lot of meat on the bone.
2: Well, and and I would caveat this, Doc. I would say next time you're in your college course, uh, do a, a straw poll, do a random poll of the folks, and say, do me a favor and tell me what specific event that this attack in Tennessee uh, uh, was on the, the date of what, what was it memorializing Mm. and leave it vague like that and let them go. Now you and I know, everybody knows that there is no such date. Okay. And and if it is, it's going to be something that's made up that somebody says, Oh, well, the, you know, the transgender authority met in uh, San Francisco on this date and just happened to be coincide. Listen, ask your class Watch how many answers come up, and you'll get 20 or 30 answers, and probably five or six of them will be compelling enough that somebody could go on CNN or MSNBC and talk about it. That doesn't make it true. The, the, the idea... Uh, 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 We're coming up on the anniversary of Columbine. All your uh, folks that study, and you certainly know that as well. When we talk about Columbine, Columbine was on Hitler's birthday. It was happenstance. The Columbine shooters didn't get the delivery of ammunition that they needed to stake their attack. So they pushed it to the right. It happened to coincide with the date. And then somebody says, yeah, but he said, see, hi, oh, hi, Hitler. There's not a kid that's in junior high school that didn't fascinate with the Nazis at one point, either the tanks or the uniforms or something that doesn't make you a fan." Fascist, it doesn't make you a Nazi. What happens is we we tend to want to force these things together. So we have something to look at and go, that's the problem. So, so we make this this makeshift statue out of all this hate, death, and fear, right? And then we point to it and we say, That's what it was. It was the way she folded her pants. It was a rifle company she went to. It's the you know, she hung two a uh, weapon uh, weapons side by side because she had gone to this specific class, and that means she's a racist. Listen, we have to stop doing that. What we need to do is we need to open our aperture to the parking lot. Nobody gets in the school without being in the parking lot. Nobody gets in the parking lot without uh, pulling off the road. So that's where our first line of defense has to be. And it starts with the human brain and our uh, ability to sense violence by looking for opportunity. And when somebody pulls in and they're driving around looking for a parking spot and stuff, somebody in that building has to take a look and go, oh, that's Janet. She works in whatever. Or, hey, I'm not sure who that person is. Wonder what they're here for. That natural sense of curiosity. Uh, breeds situation awareness, and then looking for incongruent signals. When she came in, she certainly had to carry those items. And like Adam Lanza, she shot out the front door to gain entrance. So that security plan didn't work. Little mm-hmm. simple increments. Brian told me uh, told me a long time ago about losing weight. He says, the thing that you're not going to do is take this, this big, egregious bite at the whole thing and say, I'm going to do this and change my lifestyle. He said, you'll never do that. He said, that's like uh, uh, you know making those uh, promises at January 1st. He said, small incremental change over time. And I listened to him, and that's working for me. And that's what's going to solve the school shooting problem. Small incremental change over time and stopping, looking at at things, uh, Carlos, and looking at the think that's associated with it. What would I see? What would I hear? What would it smell like? Where would that person likely park? What would it look like if they were carrying something heavy? Now, there's a heuristic for you. Uh, uh, Have your class act out, lifting up something heavy out of the trunk or lifting something light. Why? Well, that's important if you're watching with a pair Mm -hmm. of binos and trying to determine if your neighbor's doing a body dump, you know, a a rear window, a fan of the movie, uh, uh, but or to say, hey, they're just dropping some trash off at a dead end street. Right. You can take and make those value judgments based on scientific analysis. And that's what we do. So so that vulnerability analysis has to come from somewhere with us. It all comes from science.
1: And you can tell folks if you can see Greg right now, he looks great. Let me oh, um, ask. You. Let me ask you this. You know what? I also want to talk about a little bit in a minute is about solutions that have been offered because we hear it a lot on social media. That's one of the things I like about both of you because you are so practical. You're you're pragmatic. You understand the evidence that's out there. You study this thing inside and out more than anybody I ever know. Um, but so we're going to look at some of the solutions that have been offered, and we'll see what your take is on it. Maybe some. Right. Are good. Some are bad. Whatever. By the way, folks, uh, just before we get started on, on some more of the conversation, uh, if you're working out or if you're not working out, we highly recommend checking out TightNutrition.net. And if you are working out and you're not taking creatine, you really should. We recommend you take creatine, beta-alanine. Protein powders are a great way to get your protein intake in. By the way, it has higher thermic effects, which means what? It means you burn more calories just by eating protein. Then other uh, other macronutrients like carbohydrates and fats. So you can check out tightnutrition.net. Just put in Dr. Carlos as the code. It's all lowercase. You'll get 10% off and free shipping. No, Greg doesn't know it. He didn't push me to say it. And no, they, well, they did. They're sponsoring me. But I love the products. They're great stuff. Check it out. You know, Brian, you made the comment about, and actually Greg uh, doubled up on it too. was the CNN, MSNBC. And I want to share his quick story, really quick. It was funny because I've had I have a, tons of friends just like you folks in FBI, CIA, whatever, yeah. and some of them have really surprised me over the years. Um, when they've talked to certain, I'm going to leave the news outlets alone, but they're all acronyms. You know, you got folks can pick all the initializations out there. Um, but how many times I've heard this saying? Oh, uh, we'll we'll make this up, Brian. You're an FBI agent. Um, we need something to talk about this airplane hostage. Uh, yeah, but I, I never worked on that. I was actually just doing uh, white collar crimes over here. That's okay. You're an FBI agent. Who cares? So, so, exactly. so, and then I, Brian that, does it. <laughs> just, I, I was going to say
0: that no one does that, meaning they'll ask for your comment on something and they don't say, well, I didn't work on that area. I did this. They say,
2: yeah, I'll go ahead. I got to plug my book.
1: I have two buddies who who said, no, I'm not
2: doing it. <laughs> when we love them. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. It, it, it's a fundamental attribution error. But Brian, go ahead. Because we recently had somebody that quoted themselves as a school expert, right?
0: No. <laughs> it, it, um, oh, the, there's the, I don't know how you'd become what, what, what you're an expert in school shootings. Like, OK, OK. Um, how did you get that expertise? You just read the books and read the investigations because I've done that. Does am I an expert now too? Like what what do you mean? What have you done? And and of anything that's being built, like okay. We're going to use, we're going to put in these plans to try and help prevent them. So let's get some armed guards. It's like, okay, so the so the person's already there. Okay, got it. Uh, let's put in the shot spotter system. Like, okay, so the rounds are already going off. All, all right. I'm, I'm pretty sure at that point, everyone knows that there's a shooter there. Um, that's a little late in the game. Or let's put in this threat assessment model and you know what it's it's written by really well-intentioned people who are wicked smart and have never done this before. They've never prevented yep. an attack. They've never they don't fully understand these things. They look at it through these traditional Well, different methods that a, a lot of especially and you understand this too just given your psychology background. A lot of that stuff came out of different like sort of clinical practice, right? I mean, meaning mm-hmm. talking to people, uh, uh, understanding, but but meaning for a purpose. Like if you go see a therapist, it's for a purpose to make some sort of change in your life. You've recognized a problem that you have, whatever it is. So so a lot of the study and the research comes from this. And so, okay, maybe, maybe some of that's useful, but I, me walking down the street, you're not going to know that about anyone. Now, now, if you've evaluated someone in a clinical setting, and you've determined something you can make an opinion you can absolutely make an opinion right but but if you haven't then then how you don't you don't know that uh, i mean everyone it's like i talked about everyone identifies with all these different cultures or groups or or things now and and they 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 give themselves these attributes when it's really much simpler than that uh, and and it has nothing to do with that and it, and so it's it's kind of it makes it confusing for everyone watching it because you, like I said it's like the example I gave no, most people don't think I would do this so they can't get inside that mind but we're fascinated by that but the yes. problem is is our brain we're, we're we don't we naturally fear things we don't understand so there's always going to be fear involved that's not good because when we're scared we jump to unreasonable conclusions and your brain's going to give you an answer whether it's the right one or not so when it comes to something like this why would they do that or what? Oh, I get it. That's different. And I'm scared of that. So that's why they did it. Oh, OK, I got to protect myself against that. And that could be the type of rifle they have, which seems odd that you would choose this one one artifact out of all those things. Or then it's their political affiliation uh, or it's their sexual orientation or it's a, and you're just like you're you're just gra- you're just grabbing one thing out of this and saying, this is what it is. I, I, I'm sorry, but these things are a little bit more complicated than that. It, it, it's not simple. And so I, I think that's the big problem when it comes to understanding. But to get into too, like when you're talking about how to deal with it and what the answers are, look, I mean, you know what we do. We do everything left to bang, left on that timeline. What, what are pre-event indicators? And it's very difficult for people in the moment to understand that even though... As humans, you're sort of intuitively primed to understand these things. The problem is most people don't ever see a school shooting or experience it or go through it. So you're looking at something that is is, is odd to you or strange from someone's behavior. Well, if you're, let's say, a teacher and you've been teaching for 30 years and every time you've seen something odd or strange, nothing catastrophic has ever happened. Maybe they got in a fight. Maybe you had to call the police. That's the craziest thing. Maybe they got they went to jail or something, but you've never seen the catastrophic thing. You, your brain cannot create the explanatory storyline that would lead you to that. So therefore, you never see it. It doesn't go to that threshold. And and so that's a big problem like we we love watching it on the news now we love uh slowing down and looking at the car crash as we go by but but we we don't take notice of it when the guy was driving like an asshole five miles back and we just kept on driving along like nothing was going on and said so, oh look there they go it's like did you slow down did you get out of their way did you identify anything did you call anyone because that was the time back there when you noticed it not driving by and saying oh there's there's the traffic lights or there's
2: the there's the police lights and there's the there's the fire department So let me give you a couple of tangible examples of what Brian just said. And and you know, Carlos, we haven't seen each other in a long time. We haven't prepared anything. These are spontaneous questions with spontaneous answers. So that's important, too, because a lot of this is a thought game. Uh, Columbine's coming up the anniversary. There were 2,000 students at Columbine. Some never heard a gunshot. Some never knew that another student was killed. There were 200 teachers there. Some teachers had no idea until after the fact and had to read about it in the newspaper. And here... Uh, uh, the story from other people. Okay, why am I saying that? Because what we do is we build backwards instead of building forwards on resilience. And I'll give you an example of that. So uh, coming into Iraq, kinetic Iraq, for the first time, uh, uh, there were units that were separated, that were kidnapped, that were killed, that were tortured, that were murdered. And all of a sudden, now you have blue force tracker. Why? Because before you go outside of the wire, I want to know where every unit is, and I want to know if something happens in a trick bag. Okay, then all of a sudden, Uh, uh, we're taking shots from snipers from different directions and we haven't before, not even in training like that. The mount training is very different from what a a trained sniper was like. And then we come up with the story of Juba, the Baghdad sniper, the videos start coming out. So what do we do now? We have the chameleon system. What a form of shot spotter. Don't worry. You can go outside the wire because this will solve all your problems. And what we keep doing is we keep relegating a thing to solve the problem and we do it backwards we solve the problem that's already been you know uh, uh, going for a while rather than looking forward and saying what are the root causes of these situations smoking uh, cancer heart disease right if, if we kept looking backwards we'd never come up with a, a plan right to to treat them and so what we need to do is we need to look at the parking lot and 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 brian and i are big on parking lots why because before you robbed the bank, you had to get prepped and you did your warm up in the parking lot. Uh, before you robbed the, the, the bank truck, you know, the, the vault, uh, the moving vault, what uh, what is that call, Armor truck. Uh, guess what you had to do? You had to circle the parking lot and back in and sit there and put your mask on. People don't pay attention to that. When I'm talking situation awareness, I'm talking about most human beings are blissfully ignorant of everything a foot away from their head no matter where they are. And guess what? Cell phones make it even worse and complicate the issue. So if we have a security camera, which is a great idea, we don't want to use the security camera like it's being used today to show all aspects of the shooting and the cop response and everything else. What we want to do is we want to have somebody that's trained to say, this car's made a couple of passes in the parking lot. The person came out with something heavy. They're dressed in a novel fashion for the environment that we're in. It's a Christian school. And they're dressed like if they're going to be going on a stage play, right? Uh, uh, and guess what? They've got these two long, heavy items that appear to be weapon systems. One person doing that. Do you know how many security cameras, when we do a vulnerability assessment, and we go in and there's a bank of a hundred cameras, and they've got two security guards, that are in charge of all of them we ask them "Well, how do you do that well we look for the hot spots these three cameras produce more well you know why because those are the three cameras you're looking at because your functional field of view and and then your confirmation bias force you to look at those cameras because they're more active does that mean it's not happening over here and and the other thing is okay so what's your plan how do you institute it the school went on lockdown the video that came out that i saw right after it, the teacher comes out the cops were calm as hell great training great response Great police chief, great public information officer, great school. The school did great, too. And they came out and they said, hey, this is what we've got. And there's humans talking back and forth. And in the background, you can hear shooting. We're going to get better and better at this problem. Sadly, like everything else, it takes time. World War I, we had to learn about artillery. We had to learn about tanks. We had to learn about gas. World War II, we had to learn about bombers and fighters and, you know, air support for us. And and look, we didn't learn about Curlex until we started bringing legless vets and people that were, you know, injured beyond our our ken with new types of wounds. So everything comes out of this strife, but we have to start looking at the human capital. It's a human at that school that's going to solve this problem. Now, the humans at that school called, gave great information. The coppers who were trained and very professional showed up and shot the human being that we're shooting. And we're saying they instantly neutralize the threat. Yeah, six people were dead. Let's not forget that balance, Carlos. What we have to understand is it takes time. The gift of time and distance means that we have to try other methods to, well, for example, Brian and I saw this thing and nobody's doing it now. And if you are doing it, call Carlos and tell him. But we saw this guy that was building uh, uh, to stop workplace violence type of situations by placing the parking lot at a location where the person, just like air, airports do it with security, they place the baggage check and where you sign in and everything at great distances. So their folks with binos, their behavioral detection experts can get a look at you. So they're doing the same thing with the school. And the guy would, uh, the architect would set it up. So you had to park in an area, walk across this beautiful park, then cross a bridge, then come up to the front doors. And the whole idea was it took time for you to get your shit. From your car into the the fight, right? So if you were going to bomb it or you were going to ram somebody or shoot it or do something else, they had this linger moment where they could watch you and go, wow, this is interesting. What's this person up to? We don't have that now. And we certainly didn't have it with the shooting yesterday because they didn't pay attention to the parking lot. We started thinking something was up when we see the door glass explode. Now the person's on their way in. And the funny thing about that is the shooter didn't have a plan for that. The shooter had a plan. Hey, I'm going to shoot through whatever defenses because you can see there was no flash to bang time from walking up and shooting the doors. But you know what they didn't plan on? I'm carrying two guns and all this extra ammo. Wait a minute. I have to duck under the security bar and Mm -hmm. go around this. Watch how that goes. That's the most awkward thing in the world. Because there's a learning curve. Even the yep. shooter hadn't planned on what do I do after those bullets come out. So that meant time. Time we could have exploited, right? So if you build up a little time in the parking lot and a little time at the door, that gives your folks inside time to get out of there. Six people had to die on this one. And then that, that some gosh damn pundit is going to say, well, that's a low number. What's the right number, Carlos? What number do we stop worrying about? It's one or two? I, I say that if it's just the shooter and we have to, 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 to talk about trauma, that's okay. But anything above the shooter, that we, what would you do in the last couple of years with coppers? we were saying, hey, uh, you know, the copper was killed, but they also killed the subject. Well, seven cops were killed, but boy, they killed the subject. That's not the right balance. That's not what a, yeah, a, a sane, rational, sober society wants or demands from their their, their lawgivers. And, and you notice, Greg
0: didn't mention, hey, let's just put armed people at every school in the oh, country. Come on. You know what I mean? One, you're—it's a—it's an absolutely one. It's a single point of failure. It's the people there not taking responsibility for their own safety of their campus, because what you do is okay. It's the—it's the horrible saying. Well, you all we need is a good guy with a gun. It's like that's some cheesy Hollywood bullshit that doesn't work. From where? From Dodge
2: City. For the love of God, come on. And
0: and and then you're and then what you're doing too is you're setting that person up for failure because you have the single point of failure where that's the time where that person's in the bathroom which is something everyone does you know at every however many times a day going to the bathroom when the person comes in and starts killing people oh where were you at what was your it's like you can't be everywhere at once you know you, you yep. just you just can't well Greg just walked everyone through is building he means parking lot in a literal and metaphorical sense but exactly walking you through how to gain time and distance to make better decisions okay that's a framework. That's it. That's the idea. We need time and distance so we can make better decisions. If we start there, then we'll come up with a good plan on our own. But everyone, like he said, is going backwards. Well, okay, you know what? Let's get different glass on the doors now. It's like, okay, well, then what's going to happen next time is the shooters going to get in a different way. And then the police officers won't be able to breach their way in there because you put all that stuff to keep them out. It's like you you keep chasing
2: these tactics, techniques, and procedures. You just, you're. it's like chasing a rabbit. Well, Brian, can I add to this? columbine the security guard that was at the school on columbine for the first time in forever went out to lunch at a local subway i think it was I restaurant with his wasn't folks. even thinking okay that, you, but yeah you, you, you yep. think about that okay now we go to oxford the oxford uh, 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 school resource officer was in another part of the building because it was their time off to do something else uh, then we go to uvalde the uvalde uh, 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 school resource officer sorry uh was taking a look at the building and telling everybody, hey, you got to stay 100 to 500 feet away because we have an active shooter. Then it was a hostage taker. They were given misinformation. They were given the best information they know. Look, these are great people. They're trained people, but they're just like you and I, which means we're little unique snowflakes that can have a mistake. Has a school resource officer ever cheated with the student and been fired? Yes. Have they ever been uh, an ass and sold drugs? Yes. Have they ever had a negligent discharge at work? Yes. So if they're humans, just like we're humans, I'd rather a machine do something than that human do something because the odds of that person being able to shoot it out and stop that person from gaining entrance. Do you see the weapons this this female had uh, for Nashville? Okay, I don't know what the school resource officer would have been carrying, but now we have an arms race. Now we have the the well, we got to give him an M4, and we got to give him a machete because you know close in. Then we have to give him a shield, and then the next thing is, hey, we have to have self locking rooms within the classroom. Wait till you see how they're abused. And that turns into the smoking lounge or some kid's sexually abused. And then they're fighting to take them out. What we do is we need jerk reaction rather than doing a scientific experiment. And when we do a scientific experiment, we give a bunch of money from the government to the, all the wrong people and say, well, let's go down that. Or the best research ends up where it ends up on a shelf and in a library rather than being used out on the street. Your best tool to find a broken human is another human. Because every one of us has been given the God-given talent, Buddha, Vishnu, Allah, whoever you believe in, to sense the emotional state of the person in front of us. Why? It's a survival instinct. Why? Because we have all of the, the requisite chemicals to read that person, and the mirror neurons will tell our brain, they're sad. And you go, you look sad. That's what that's for. It's to stimulate conversation, because we have to rely on everybody in the tribe to catch a fish and cut a tree and build a fire and do all that other shit. So if we go one giant evolutionary step backwards to actually looking people in the face in the eye, and we start that in the parking lot, we're going to be a lot safer. It's,
1: it's fascinating stuff. Again, folks, we're talking to Brian and Greg from Arcadia Cognorati, Arcadia Cognorati, A-R-C-A-D-I-A-C-O-G-N-E-R-A-T-I.com. If you own a company, if you know somebody who does, if you, have children in school, whatever it may be, check them out. Maybe you can invite them to your children's school so they can talk. Maybe you can talk to your universities. If you own a large company, you can talk. To, have them come and talk to them as well. It's interesting you mentioned parking lots so much. I had a couple of friends of mine who, who own jewelry stores, and they came to me and asked me, just, actually, and they came to me and asked me, and they said, hey, uh, what should I do here? Because I have a problem. I said, yeah, your first problem is you're you're actually on the sidewalk, <laughs> So that's a big problem because all I have mm-hmm. to do is park in front of your door yeah. and bust in and take everything, which they did. I said, you got to get out of there. Either you either do that or you're going to have to figure out a door system. And the, one door system I saw that was pretty interesting was a, that double door system at a gold coin store. When you walk into the first door, it's locked. They buzz you in. Then you're trapped between two locked doors. Yep. And you only right. have one person at a time because some genius over in New York got buzzed in once And what did he do? He let everybody in when he held it. It's like buzzing a door and doesn't do anything. If you're gonna let everybody else in holding the door. Exactly. But that double one kind of locks you up and you're like, okay, I'm stuck here in the middle of these two doors and I got a metal detector next to me. I'm kind of stuck. I know schools can't do that, but the, um, the parking lot thing amazed me because how many times that really does play through to fruition and how you can stop it as as uh brian mentioned earlier about time and distance and how important that plays a role which leads me to this other question the question of septed, right crime prevention through environmental design yeah because yeah. yeah, would that play a role here slowing of down course. the parking lot creating yeah. some kind of camera do, issue
0: do, there there's a lot of great stuff in that. And that's a, a, a just a basic understanding of, of geographics and, and the our well, it's not an issue, but we, we I think we get too wrapped up in some of that stuff when, when when it's like, okay, what it's all crime prevention through environmental design. All right. Well, hey what if I'm not a school? What if I'm a business owner? I want people to come to my store, so I don't <laughs> want to right. deny access. And the idea is, if you only look at it through one lens, then you're only going to see it through that lens. And when in fact, there's some of the same, you know, uh, great things you can use to get people to come in and to approach your business are also things you can set yourself up for success for crime prevention and and how to do that. It's like customer service. You know, the the person who you know who greets people at the door. They're everything. You want them to be the best speaker, but then, you know, we want to have like, let's get the guy out there who looks like he just came out of an action movie to be watching people. It's like, no, right. the person there can do that. You keep the, keep the meat head in the back for when things go wrong. Right. And they can, up, right. they can give him a hammer and they can come out and smash it down when it's a nail. But, but the person out front there, they can do that. So a lot of the, the idea of, of mm. both security and customer service. Are, are hand in glove. You can do the same thing with the same skill set. You know, you do, you don't have to create some new thing. But yeah, the, the when you talk about I, the little bit I know about the CP or or whatever the I, I think they have different CEPTED, names for septed yeah. is is yeah that you're looking at just basic geographics, how humans interact with the terrain, what you can do. Like I, the we're always telling people like if your parking lot's dirty it's going to attract more crime than if it's clean. Mm -hmm. If you don't have, if your lights aren't on on the outside at night, it's going to attract, and it might just be someone looking for a place to sleep or skin pop heroin for the night. It's not necessarily some evil villain, but that starts to attract it. And once it starts, if you don't correct it, entropy takes over and it just, you just start circling that drain. It goes farther and farther downhill. And that's how those things happen.
2: Exactly. And if you don't enforce parking laws at your private building, Uh, Even if it's a public store, parking lots are generally owned by the businesses, not the city. Find out about that. It doesn't take but a phone call to call the county or the assayers or the assessor's office. But the idea is this. If you have your personnel once in a while, whether it's your wife or your brother or your sister or your uncle or somebody that's trained, just walk through the parking lot. If people are sitting in their cars and they're not shopping at your store, call somebody call uh, uh, your neighborhood code enforcement officer uh, and tell the person they got a split. Why? Because when people linger, they ma linger when people stick around and they abandon cars and they, they Hmm. sit there. And then the next thing is, well, while I'm waiting, I'm going to smoke a joint and I'm going to back in over here because I can see the school. And if the bell rings, I can be there in no time. Uh, The idea is that things happen in parking lots that are, are pre event indications of either opportunity or violence. And if you can stop them there, think of the lives that you're saving and you're going, well, you're needlessly exposing yourself. No, that's your job. Your job is to walk over, tap on the window and go, hey, you got no camping, no parking on the dance floor. Come up with whatever strategy you want to say, but you get them the hell out of there. Now, if a person has double parked in front of a business and it's unoccupied, Houston, you have a problem. Now you're saying, yeah, but it's an old person and they're doing, hey, that's why we got handicapped spark- parking spaces. And that's why a business will say, hey, can I help you carry out your groceries? Hell, you you do everything in a store now anyway. Who- who's checking you out? You are, right? And you're carrying your groceries out too. So the idea of situation awareness means, have you built a phalanx, a-, a-, a series of scales on a dragon? Have you built these uh, checks and balances in from the parking lot to your front door, from your front door to your cashier, from the cashier to the to the back door and whatever business you have whether it's a school or or a big rich company or foundation or anything else or a goshdamn public library you can do that and just make a series of concentric rings around where you are take a cup make a ring take a donut make a ring take a plate make a ring and say okay here are the levels where i'm most vulnerable what have i done in the parking lot and if you can't say one thing hell i don't even have a flashlight to go out and look in a car then there's your investment, the flashlight. Now, uh, i got to have shoes to go out because it's raining and it's snowy. Okay, invest in the shoes. Those are investments because you're the best sense maker because yeah. sense make leads to problem solve, and that leads to really good decision making. So
1: let me go back a little bit to the door. It's, you know, I'm looking at the media and of course they jump at, the, at this all the time because obviously yep. it's going to get a lot of eyes for them. So now they're pushing the videos. We saw the video of, of the the shooter shooting through the glass doors so now i'm assuming we're going to get this again because now you're probably going to see another shooter say oh yeah um and right now the the last article i read again this is just news stuff so i I think they were saying already the parents were saying that she had an emotional disorder i'm not sure what kind of psychiatric disorder she had if she had psychosis or not i don't know my guess is probably something like that
0: yeah whatever it was it was enough to go kill a bunch of kids so i mean right. i think yeah, it's pretty simple it, yeah it takes
1: a special and i mean in a unique way because
2: once you kill kids it's different
1: the level yes. of empathy is so low at that I, point absolutely. The, the psychopathy it's, is yeah, is it, a very
2: narrow bandwidth i would agree with that yep. i would agree yeah. with that same it's
1: very different than shooting at yeah. a college and not to say the one's better or worse than another
2: right right They're all horrible
1: but when you kill little ones like that there's something really really off at that point um, they're all off, but that one, there's always grades of off, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But so, do you
2: think it, it, to go along that vein? Cause I, I love that you're approaching it clinically. So let's talk about psychopathy for a minute. There's a bunch hmm. of psychopaths and sociopaths that we all three know on this call and they've never murdered anybody or tried to murder anybody and probably don't even order gun, a, a, a gun on a, uh, online, but they do use people. And they use people sometimes for sex or money or for other oh, things. Sure. And we know that. And we know those people. And, and we know some in politics. And we know some uh, from Hollywood. This is a very specific bandwidth of broken. And that very specific bandwidth of broken is like uh, – uh, you and I'm making a comparison, folks. If you're a furry, that doesn't mean that you're a furry and like furry sex. You might be a furry and just like dressing up for cosplay – in a specific vein. Now, there are people that go all the way to the, hey, I like the piercing, and I only do anal, and I do the... Those are the differentiators that separate all humans, Mm -hmm. right? And we could go in anything to that for drivers. Who likes a certain car? People that like electric cars, and uh, 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 all the people that are talking about global warming but are flying around in private planes to tell us about it. Everybody has these little unique characteristics. But a characteristic that this female shooter had was so anti and so different than everybody else that somebody had to have noticed it and i will tell you over the next days and weeks somebody's going to come up and say yeah she wrote this or she said this or i remember she posted this why because we only look in retrospect we only try to look at it from a clinical point of view after the person has done something egregious and remarkable and horrible and what i would say is if you're reading somebody's gosh damn facebook and they're talking about behavior that's so outside of the ken that you wouldn't understand it. And I, you know, I'm in it to win it about anything, but, but I read some stuff and it's like, this is a little bit off. I'm going to call somebody. Why? Because that person may be so deep that they don't know that there's help available. They may be so close to the planning stage on doing that shooting that they feel exasperated and they feel that that's the only choice. And this female uh, uh, chose to stay and shoot her out with the cops or commit suicide. We don't know that yet. We don't, we, we don't know the autopsy protocol yet. I'm saying, yeah, it looked pretty uh, convincing that the coppers shot her down, but does that mean that she didn't try to shoot herself as the coppers approached? Mm-hmm. Cause they blurred everything out. We'll find that out. And why is that important? Because if somebody next to you is a broken human and they're screaming out, you just have to tune your radio to the right frequency. She was transmitting on a frequency. Somebody was reading it and sat on that information. We can't do that. Today's society is instant gratification, instant information, and sometimes instant violence, almost and no flash debate. back. So does, we have it, to be smarter. Yeah. And, and it doesn't take
0: much to, to do that. It's simple hypothesis testing, right? What Greg's talking hey, about is in that moment, it's like, okay, let's say I'm dealing with someone and I think Car- hey, I'm going, Greg, I think Carlos is going to go shoot up the workplace. Like, okay, well prove it. What, what makes you yep. think that write it down? Um, um, If that were to be true, let's assume he has a plan to do this. What else would you see if he were doing that? What else would you see? Oh yeah. You know what? Actually he went and bought a gun and he doesn't, doesn't ever, he's never fired a gun before in his life. And, oh, and then he went and did this. And then, so it's all of these things added up. But when I'm looking at each one individually, Okay, mm. I could think of a million. It's like motive. There could be a million reasons why you do that. You don't know why, but it's the difference between someone buys a shotgun. Okay, well, there's there, that. That doesn't necessarily mean a damn thing. But someone nope. buys a someone buys a shotgun and cuts the barrel off of it. Okay, that demonstrates intent. intent. You exactly. you you modified a weapon system for a specific purpose. That's very different than just simply buying. You see how how that works. It, we don't have to overcomplicate it.
1: It's so, interesting too because I know. And by the way, folks, well, I'll get to that later. <laughs> but it, it's interesting to know, too, because the complexity. And I, and I think a lot of times people think it's going to be 100 percent effective, whatever we do, which is impossible. Right. We're trying to right. mitigate as much right. as we can. That's, that's yep. all it is. We're not. Yep. And I'm sure you guys aren't saying that your, your program is 100 percent effective. We're just trying to reduce. There's the a, there can always be something. We're, right,
2: exactly. we're an answer. We can assist yeah. you to see cues earlier. And therefore, it's a likelihood that you may be able to mitigate it. But one day, you're going to be walking out to the parking lot. Here we are in the parking lot again. And a meteor is going to splinter off an asteroid. And it's going to penetrate. And it's going to hit you. And because you went right instead of left, you're going to die on that day. There are those things that happen. But these things are so rare, they're remarkable. The stories will be on the news for weeks. We'll commemorate the date every year. We'll know the names of these kids, and we'll have pictures in our mind of the shooter. So if we're going to waste any calories in life, let's waste them where it means the most. You know what hurts us? Suicide, because we're afraid of suicide, because we can't believe that somebody so close to us committed suicide Mm. without us seeing those facts. School shooters scare us. Why? because it's our most vulnerable next generation that'll have to live with that the rest of their life. And I can't be at work and think, is my kid okay? Does my kid have a phone? Is there a way out? That fear drives us. So instead of using that fear and buying a gun and hiding in your basement, let's use that fear to channel it forward. Look, who's in charge of the government's restrictions on guns? Because there's been gun stuff as long as there's been guns. So that's who you vote into office. And if it's just lip service, then say it's just lip service, having the news media jump on and go, this is a gun problem. This is a, is that easing the pain on your kid being a statistic? Is that easing the pain on you having to go to three nine-year-old funerals this next week? The idea is that everything we're humans and we're smarter and more evolved than we ever have been. And the only thing that hasn't evolved in 180 years, 180,000 years is our flipping brain. We're still thinking about it with our primitive a survival brain and therefore fear is regulating my answer instead of science, instead of hypothesis testing, instead of spending money where you need it. And and uh, spending money where you need it means there are broken people in the world. And if we don't help them, they could act up. Acting up, not very bad, but then they act out. And those few that act out, man, that, that makes a big difference, Carlos.
1: You know, when I go back to that point, because it's interesting too, and again, I'm not judging the parents. I'm not criticizing the parents, but I know as a parent, we can get diluted. We don't want to see a child in a certain light. Um, again, the, the article I read today—you know—who knows what that how accurate that is, is? in five days everything could be reversed. But they were saying that the parents knew she she had an emotional disorder and they, they wouldn't let her get a gun and she hid the guns. But um, some of the other shooters that we've seen, the parents—I again—they bo- bought him a gun. Oxford shooter, they bought him a gun. Some uh, and of it's guns, the same with Tip Kinkle. Right? Kinkle.
2: Kip Kinkle stole a gun, returned the gun. His dad said, hey, don't charge him for the stolen gun that's in his locker. I'll buy him a gun. It's a, a mixed set of ridiculous platitudes that parents think are going to solve the problem. Eric Harris's dad uh, uh, wrote a journal, and Eric wrote a journal. I wish he would have read, read Eric's journal first. And the dad kept saying the neighborhood kid that he said is going to kill He's just over-exaggerating. And the police coming, that's an over-exaggeration. And him breaking in and doing these uh, 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 small bombs to practice up to the pipe bombs, that was all just kids being kids, your honor, like the Simpsons defense, right? And what happened is he had to do that because that was his self-soothing way of looking at the situation. I can't believe that my pubescent boy child that's handsome and smart has a homicidal fascination. And I can't believe that his best friend in the world has a suicidal ideation and they just can't wait to kill and then kill themselves. What parent says that? And Brian I would go back to Brian's comment where Brian says somebody comes up to you and says, hey, Dr. Carlos, I think my coworker is going to show up one day and shoot all of us. How often do you think that happens? It's so small, it's remarkable. I'll take you back to the very first post office shooting uh, in Royal Oak, Michigan. And the Royal Oak post office shooter was in a martial arts class with a good friend of mine who ended up being a sniper for the police department that went to that shooting. And he said, I swear to Christ, if one more thing's happened, I'm going to go in the office, I'm going to shoot this person, I'm going to lock the door, and I'm going to go back to the dock. And they went through what gun, how many rounds, which rooms, and everything else, and then went out and acted it out. Listen... Somebody hmm. starts giving you specifics of a plan. They start naming yeah. people. Uh, you got to call somebody. Yeah. And and you know what? If you call the local police and they go, we can't do anything, call the state police. State police say they can't do anything. Call those guys, FBI uh, yeah. people. You know, I, I don't care if you call Water and Power. Get somebody on the phone and tell them, Houston, I think we have a problem. That's how this is going to get solved.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I know his parents, again, like, you know, I'm not blaming them. But a lot of times, as you mentioned earlier, it almost feels like they're a failure too. Yes. You think about it, their children that way, and that inside psychological component can really blur their vision and what they're seeing. They're not seeing clearly at all.
0: Well, I, I, I want to... It feeds in with everything that everyone says in society. Exactly. Oh, it's TikTok is the problem. It's Facebook is the problem. It's these damn cell phones. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're the fucking parent. OK, like the, this job. is what the, this is what the problem is. It, it's humans. Humans are the problem, right? We lack resilience. So now everything is a threat or everything is in danger. Even cops do that. I'm going to tell you, well, officer safety, officer safety. Dude, if you feel unsafe, get a different line of work. Like, it's like what you can't just use these terms and fall underneath it. It's, it's a personal responsibility. So do the parents exactly. play that's playing out right now with the Oxford one. Uh, I, that, that would be a whole separate conversation where they're, they're holding, they're still holding their parents, uh, responsible in some, some manner. Uh, we're going to, again, see how that plays out in the courts, but is it them? Do they have to be involved? Absolutely. But you, again, like Greg said, you want to believe as a parent, your kid would do something like that. Of course you don't. Okay. But, but, I also, as a friend, didn't want to believe that, you know, my friends would commit suicide, but they did. Like, so, you you know, it's that it's part of being human. It's just like Greg kept saying, like, it's so far out of the norm and they all transmit. And because they're social media, it's easier to find. And if someone is making a plan, like it's one thing when someone says, I'm going to start going to the gym and lose weight. It's different when someone says, hey, I'm signing up at whatever fitness for the 8 a.m. class every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's a plan. Guess what? That person's more likely to do it than the person who just said, yeah, I'm going to lose some weight this year. So if someone's making a plan, it means they plan to do something. And And if you add to it the
2: rehearsal, listen yep when you make a plan and you add a rehearsal you're well on your way to the commission of a felony or you're well on the way to commission of being the bodybuilder of the year or the greatest weight loss so you got to always look mlmd co most likely most dangerous course of action and if those uh uh, action items are more dangerous listen i'm uh practicing a skid steer turn for this or i'm practicing you know a smaller bomb to a bigger bomb well I, i you know this isn't a gender reveal party waiting to happen. This is somebody that's planning on something big, and it's going to be a distraction and a device. And you got to tell people about it. The the coppers in so many situations. I'll uh, give you the the uh, uh, Elliot Roger uh, caper an insult they they quoted afterwards. You know, listen, I, I didn't get laid in high school. I didn't turn around and go and shoot up the place. Elliot Roger goes uh, uh, to one of his schools. He kills his roommate, kills some other people, drives down some people, shoots himself. All of this uh, happened, and the cops kept saying the reasons why they couldn't do anything. Well, I can't go up to his room. Well, I know you're inviting me, but I don't think the district attorney, well, I don't think I have enough probable cause to get it. And if the cops aren't doing something, we just say, well, the cops won't do something. you got a phone. You've got an internet. There's a lot of cops that are out there. And sooner or later, you're going to find the one that gives a shit and is going to do something. Are there bad cops? Yes. Are there bad librarians? Yes. Did I ever get ripped off at a minute lube? You get what I'm saying? There's bad humans. There's humans that just don't give a damn, Carlos. And we have to go Mm -hmm. over their head to somebody else and go to the district attorney. Because sometimes a molehill turns into a mountain. And and two times last year in Texas, people that let their lawn grow too long ended up being barricaded gunmen. And one, uh, uh, they shot it out with the cops. Why? Because they said, hey, you got to mow your lawn person was indignant said i'm not mowing my lawn then he said if you don't mow it we're going to come over and mow it and that's the point where that person felt somehow they used yep and said not today and not my lawn and they drew a line you never know when you're in that mcdonald's that the person in front of you that you're saying hey move it along chum isn't going to turn around and try to execute you so what you got to do is give yourself the gift of time and distance that's what the parking lot's all about if you go into a burger king or mcdonald's or the drive-through without driving through the parking lot and getting out and smelling tasting, feeling the environment and checking your atmospherics you're going to get schwacked and you're saying yeah but i don't have time for my lunch make more time for lunch because if you don't that day might be you surrounded in the evidence tape that goes for schools that goes for library 7-elevens that goes for your house and your family
1: incredible stuff like always we always run out of time (laughs) as we're starting to run out of time uh, folks, again, you can go to ArcadiaCognorati.com, ArcadiaCognorati.com. Um, a couple of things I just want to highlight real quick and then my last question. But one of the things too, folks, is we're trying to make sure you understand that check, check your biases is kind of one of the points we're making yes. right? or they're making on the show. Yeah. Really check your biases and don't get caught in the hindsight bias. Of, well, I knew that already because more than likely you just found out, but you think you yeah. knew it already. Yeah. <laughs> so that's okay. Right. But parents, same thing. We catch ourselves a lot of times, hey, your your child gets a C plus or C minus. That can have an impact on you too. It's not that's not my child. I can't be. I have I'm I'm a mathematician. And how can they get a C plus on a math test? And then you kind of delude yourself, it's the math teacher and so forth. You know, motivational interviewing also seems to have a play here. Going back to I guess Greg's new fitness journey, which is great. Um, back to Brian's comment too about it reminds me of motivational interviewing uh contemplation pre-contemplation preparation
2: it, you can
1: almost apply that here because you talked about greg talked about contemplating things and then
2: the good ideas stick around carlos good ideas stick around and we yeah. may name them we may come up and call it the dunning kruger effect but dunning and kruger <laughs> yeah. didn't yeah. invent it yeah. it's been around a good long time the, the ancient romans probably did it and before them the greeks so you're exactly right in in the idea When we start using words like fascination and ideation and biases and all those, what does that have to do with? It has to do with us as humans and how we see the baseline of other humans. And that's huge. If we're going to do an intervention strategy, that's where it needs to be. So you caught on right away. And that's a huge, important point. So look, who knows a Marine better than a Marine? Who knows a copper better than another copper? If we're going to see stress fractures in a student, guess who sees it first? Those other students. We had Oxford's a perfect example. Nobody asked a kid, hey, let me see your bag, even though they knew he brought a gun to school and knew it was in a bag. And that was the same gun that he used later to shoot it up. When we go back to, I believe it was Iowa, school resource officer gets a great tip that a kid's got a gun, grabs a kid and his bag, goes to the office, the principal, a teacher, and the school resource officer are in there. And they say, do you have the gun? And the kid goes, yeah. And I pull it out and he shoots him. A couple of days ago, I can't remember the school, Brian, where the people had a tip, that this kid was troubled. So every day before he came into class, I think it was Denver, they patted the kid down. And this time they patted him down and found the gun and he shot it out with him, tried to drive up into Park County and yeah. shot himself. This is stuff we can prevent. It's humans talking to humans. So if we can fall in love and write a poem, if we yeah. can say, I love your eyes and your hair. And I love when you said this to me, if we can rehearse rap lyrics and just drop them uh, as a soundbite at will or talk about a great movie we saw and just go through line for line. If we can do that, then our brain has a capacity for empathy and compassion and learning enough about another human that we can read that human being in context and determine whether danger is apparent.
1: Does that give you hope, Greg? Because I am starting yeah, to absolutely. yeah Absolutely. Carlos,
2: Carlos, you and I are going to be on this show how many more times with yeah. how many more school shootings it, before, before before somebody gets the epiphany that wait a minute it's not the tool it's the human you know yeah. I'm sorry Brian well mean-
0: no but, but that that's how we we look at everything but that that's the whole I it, we're, we're talking about a very very small it, literally a statistically insignificant amount of people I mean that's what we're talking about it's just the problem mm-hmm. is the effect that they have when they make these decisions is absolutely exactly. catastrophic profound and 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 but but what we're saying is. Are things more complicated than they get reported of course but people kind of they kind of know that right they they, they just accept things at face value but at least now people like hey i've been getting told a lot of bs for a while and i'm not really sure what this is so people are looking for ways and and the reason why i'm always optimistic is because you you everything one of these comes down to just a human making a better decision or intervening sooner that's it it's not a billion dollar investment in something it's someone asked another person the right question, and you know what? It, it, they were able to crack the code and went, "Oh, here, here, here it is." It's, it was all right out in front of us, and that's it. And it's just get, getting in other people's business. I mean, the school stuff is easy. You have you have, you have a responsibility and a duty to ensure the safety of every child at that school. Guess what that means? You you don't get a personal space. You don't get private space. Sorry, this is a communal area with kids. Like we're searching eggs I'm, bags. I'm looking at the locker. You. you have to mm. tell us what's going on. Sorry, you have to answer these questions. If you don't want to, then you go home. Right? I mean, it's it's and and that's not a a overly secure, hyper vigilant. That's not just about security. That's about creating better humans. That's forcing someone who maybe. They're uncomfortable speaking in front of a group of people. Well, now they're going to have to guess what they're going to learn. They're going to become more resilient. It's going to help them later in life. These are skills. These are life skills. It's not just about securing everything and being safe. This is just being a better human. And that, and that that's why I'm optimistic. And that's why I, I love doing it because this isn't, we don't, we don't need to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> it's already exactly a really right. long time ago. Mm-hmm. so.
1: That's what gives me hope is I am seeing more and more of these situations where people are starting to, hey, we saw the gun. We called. We did hey, we this. Called. We did yep. that. Yeah. Hey, people are starting to see to more of that. Yeah. And I, again, I thank you so much for both of the work that you both do. You're Thanks. Contributing Humbled to and honored people.
0: That, that we can be on your show. Yeah, we appreciate that we can you having us folks. We got really. to stay in touch more frequently, yep. too.
1: Yes. Yes, I do. That's, I'll blame myself for definitely for that one. No, me thank too. Thank you, we guys. Gotta have,
0: we got to have you back on our podcast, too. Yeah, we do. That's always
1: fun it would be interesting to explore the, the the well we'd be here all day. Thank yeah. you so much, Brian and Greg, for being Thanks. here. Thanks. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Remember, go to Arcadiacognorati.com. Take a deep breath. This is a tough subject. We know it is, but that's why we bring it on to the show. So when you listen to experts, that's all I bring on. People that I've vetted, people that I know really well, know their stuff. I'm not a two-minute song somewhere on a TV show somewhere. So go check out Arcadia Cognorati.